Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. You are listening to episode 40 of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. Hello, friends. We are back for part two in my Back to School series. In part one, I talked at length about navigating transitions, including back to school. And today, I wanted to dig into meal planning, and not just meal planning, but meal planning during the back to school season. If you are anything like us, meal planning is a lot more lax in the summer than it is during the school year, but with the shift in schedules and a shift in planning meals, um, tends to need to happen (laughs) because growing kids and um, moms and dads need to eat, and when it gets busier, that becomes a little bit harder sometimes. Um, Side note, my five-year-old asked me if grown-ups still grew the other night at dinner, and I told her, no, not after you cho- not after you turn like 18. And so she asked me why we still ate if we don't grow. Because we talk about meal foods are going to help you grow. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I digress. Meal planning is one of the best ways to serve your family nourishing meals that make them feel good and fuel their busy life um, and fuel your busy life because you have a plan in place. I am so passionate about meal planning because meal planning saves time and brain space deciding what's for dinner. It saves money at the grocery store because you're only buying the things that you need. It allows you to prepare to eat meals that actually make you feel good on a regular basis. Meals that are full of real whole foods. There's nothing wrong with frozen pizza, but if frozen pizza is happening three times a week, we need to have a talk about meal planning. So I recommend getting into the meal planning groove as soon as you can when the school year starts, which for most of you has already happened, but it's better late than never, Mama. Here are my best tips for back-to-school meal planning. Number one, take an inventory of your schedule. I'm sure your schedule has changed somewhat, even if it's just your kids weren't in school and now they're in school now. 
So, but also things like activities start this time of the year too. I know like we've done karate throughout the summer. It's been a little bit more sporadic. Sorry guys at the karate studio, but you know, it's life in the summertime, but I know that we're also starting dance and a couple other activities. So asking yourself, when are my busy times and how can I plan to make meals happen around these busier times? So a few ideas for this are slow cooker recipes. So if you know you're not going to get home until a little bit later or you just don't have time between activities, popping something in the slow cooker in the morning so when you get home it is ready to go can be really helpful if you need to get to an activity soon after or, you know, like I said, in between activities. The Instant Pot, which I am a huge fan of, is also something that can be really helpful during these busy days because it doesn't take very long. (laughs) That's the whole point of the Instant Pot. It isn't actually instant. It does take a little bit of time to pressurize, but it still takes way, way less time than pulling out a whole bunch of pans, you know, turning the oven on um, and all of that. So the Instant Pot can be really helpful. So having some Instant Pot recipes on hand um, and then meal prep prepping ahead of time and I will definitely do another episode on meal prep Um, but if you want to know more about meal prep we talk about it a lot in the super mama society and in my healthy mama meal prep program um, which yearly members of the super mama society get as part of their membership meal prep can be really helpful and when I say meal prep I really talk about food prep so sometimes I cook whole meals I'll do a little bit of batch cooking and for some people who live really really busy lives batch cooking can be really helpful cooking a couple big things ahead of time that you can eat throughout the week either for dinners or lunches Um, but really I just like to prep food ahead of time like chop vegetables um, sometimes pre-cook them pre-cook a protein. Um, So those things are are really quick and easy to throw together for dinner time. We do not make dinners during the week that take longer than 30 minutes. And I know that maybe, you know, I'm a little bit quicker in the kitchen than you are. But the reason why we, we don't make meals that are longer than 30 minutes is because we use these principles of slow cooker, instant pot, or meal prepped food during our busier days. On the weekends, sometimes we make a slower meal. We make something that makes longer, that takes longer. I, you know, cook up a roasted chicken when I'm doing other meal prep or things like that, but it doesn't happen during the week because otherwise we wouldn't be eating because <laughs> there just isn't enough time. So the second thing that I want to recommend for back to school meal planning is to create a simplified plan for school lunches. I'm going to talk all about this in part three. It's going to be all about stress-free lunchbox packing. Um, And I also have a whole ebook on this with over 20 lunch ideas and recipes over in the Super Mama Society. But here are the basics. For us, this means each week choosing two proteins, two veggies, and two fruits for the week. And we mix and match along with snacks. And so that, you know, those two proteins give us different options for how we can use the proteins. So, you know, for instance, let's say um, turkey, like turkey deli meat. You can make a sandwich or a wrap or roll-ups with that turkey deli meat. There's a few different ways that you can use that. Say the other protein is um, like peanut butter. Peanut butter is a great source of protein. Uh, Okay, I guess a lot of schools don't allow you to have peanut butter, but I'm just going to stick with it for now. You can make ants on a log and get some protein in there if your kids don't really like meat. One of my kiddos doesn't love meat very much. So you can make ants on a log. Um, You could also do, you know, apples dipped in peanut butter. You can do a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. There's a lot of different options. So just choosing two protein options, two veggies, so that they're not getting bored with the veggies. Obviously, you want these to be veggies that your kids like. So I love getting the kids involved with this, or at least my big kid my little one just sort of like points and says no if she doesn't like something because she's not even two 
And then two different fruits too. So they're getting a variety of vegetables and fruits. But when I talk about variety for kids, like it's important, but you don't need to stress out about them getting a different veggie every single day or a different fruit every single day. It's just choosing two to mix it up so they're not getting bored and hopefully they're eating them. Um, And then, you know, mixing and matching with some snacks that they enjoy as well. So tip number three is to create a family favorite list of meals. This is one of my best tips, and I cannot tell you how many of the moms I work with or how many of the moms who have been a part of my programs that find this, like, mind-blowing, and it is the simplest thing ever. So I'm recommending it to you. So a family favorite list of meals. The meals that your family likes written down with with a source next to it. Where did you find it from? Was it from Pinterest? Was it from your favorite blog? Was it from a cookbook? Was it something your mom handed down to you? So it's just a list of your meals and where it it came from so you can quickly find it. I like having a binder of the recipes that I use that aren't in cookbooks and the family favorites list is at the front of it so I can just quickly get to those recipes. I mean I don't always cook from recipes but at least I can have those. Some are my recipes, some are recipes from bloggers that I enjoy or you know recipes I've copied from cookbooks Um, but there's also a copy in my Healthy Mama meal planner as well. Um, So I, I have it in both places. I have kind of a longer list in my binder and then a shorter list of go-tos in my meal planner. So having this list of meals means you have something to go off of when you're making your meal plan. So rather than choosing all new recipes every single week, which can be really just stressful picking new recipes every single week, it's okay to pick some new recipes every week. But, you know, having those family favorites and a list of them, the things that you know your family enjoys, simplifies things. And one of my other um, meal planning tips that I have, and this works for meal prep too, is to choose recipes with similar ingredients. So like you have two recipes that week that have black beans in it and two recipes that have peppers in them. So you can just buy two and chop two at once to simplify things a little bit. And number four is to keep it simple. (laughs) Meals do not have to be complicated to be delicious. Think protein, veggie, starch, fat. That's all a meal needs to hit all of the nutrient bases. I, you know what, I'm going to attach a list of my favorite easy meals that you can download to this episode. I'll do 10 favorite easy meals. You can just click them and go and grab the recipe because I want you to remember that meals do not have to be complicated. Um, that's like my biggest passion is uncomplicating food. It doesn't need to be complicated. It can be delicious. It can serve your body and also taste good. But that doesn't mean it needs to take hours and hours. Save the fancy meals for, you know, date night or a special meal with your family. Keep it simple at home as long as your family enjoys it and you're all satisfied. It doesn't need to be fancy. So don't feel the pressure of making fancy meals every night. A lot of our meals are as simple as like, you know, a chicken sausage with some collie rice and a bunch of veggies or a stir fry with some rice on the side or a burrito bowl, some sort of a base, either a starch or a veggie, some sort of a protein and some fat mixed in there. That's what we eat most often or a super stew in the slow cooker or the instant pot. But the whole point is keep it simple. It doesn't need to be crazy. Tip number five is to create then a grocery list based on your meal plan. This is the best money-saving tip I can give you, um, at least in this episode. And don't forget to check your pantry, fridge, and freezer for any of those items first to save yourself a little bit if you already have them on hand. Um, It can be really good to start here. If you're really looking to save money, look at your pantry, fridge, and freezer first and do an inventory list and then decide what you have before even creating your meal plan because you might have ingredients that you can base your meals off of, especially if you're creating simple meals it can be really good to mix and match this. If you're uncomfortable with um, creating your own meals right now, that's okay. 
you can look up recipes, but you can do something like, you know, say that can of black beans. I've got a, two cans of black beans on hand. Search on Pinterest what to do with a can of black beans or black beans recipe, and you will find so many options. Maybe something new to try, maybe something that will be a future family favorites list essential meal item. So um, just a couple couple tips there. Um, but creating a grocery list based on your meal plan means then those ingredients are on hand and you're not rushing to the grocery store last minute to get dinner on the table. Because I know there are mamas out there who do their grocery shopping every single day for dinner that night and that is so stressful. How much more time would you have in your day to spend time with your kids or just simply relax if you didn't have to go to the grocery store every day? So going to the grocery store, you know, whenever it really feels most convenient for you, whether it's once a week or once every couple of weeks, we tend to do like a big grocery shop and then do smaller ones in between um, like week to week though I'm not running to the grocery store during the week three times during the week as much as I love food and I I do love to grocery shop I don't want to see that grocery store three times a week that is stressful and takes up way too much of my time I have better things I can do than spend time at the grocery store so I do my grocery shopping based on my meal plan saves me money because I buy what's on the plan and it um, helps me have those foods on hand so dinner actually happens it can be easy to go well I don't have any of the ingredients so we're just going to get takeout again not good for your budget and not good for your body long term So tip number six is to create a list of pantry, fridge, and freezer staples. If you have that family favorites list and you know what your family eats regularly, foods that your kids definitely likes, meal that your husband raves over, um, it's important to keep a list of these staple items as well as like a stock up list you can mark when you need to stock up on items that you might go to the bulk store for like Costco or we have a BJ's around here and you can buy things like a, a whole bunch of you know dried beans or quinoa or things like that and we since we use those regularly it's nice to have those on hand. Um, so you can keep that list on your fridge or in your pantry um, so you can see when you're running low on items. But having your own like little stock on hand can be really helpful to base your meals on that. Um, and so it just makes meal planning easier because you're like, all right, I already have these ingredients. I can base my meal plan on this. And it's also, again, really good for your budget because you're not creating and buying a whole new plan each week. And along the same vein, tip number seven is to consider rotating your meal plan. When you use either you know a meal planner or you print it out, you can rotate the plans that work well to save yourself a ton of time. So whether you're rotating like every month or every six weeks or seasonally, you can reuse meal plans. There's nothing wrong with it unless you're re- you know using the same meal plan every single week. Which hey, it works for some families. Some families do Taco Tuesday, Spaghetti Wednesday. You know I don't know. And if that's okay, that works for your family, that's totally fine. But, you know, we like to have variety throughout the month. So we tend to use this a similar plan over and over again. But, you know, it's kind of, you know, once a month or once every six weeks that we'll use that plan. But if you've never saved a meal plan and used it again, you got to try this. Because how much time? You just took all that meal planning time. What could you do during that time, right? So I'm, I'm so huge on meal planning saving, saving you a ton of time. And tip number eight is to have a meal planning slash grocery shopping and meal prep day set aside. So this is still based on your schedule. Remember, the first thing you did was look at your schedule. So go back to that schedule if you haven't already and figure out what day you're going to set aside to do meal planning and grocery shopping. Um, I recommend doing meal planning and grocery shopping on a different day than you meal prep because then it all just feels stressful. So I tend to do meal planning and grocery shopping on either a Friday or a Saturday and then meal prep on a Sunday afternoon. The kids just kind of chill with my husband and either 
you know, go to the playground or watch a movie or do something relaxing. And I do, you know, a couple hours of meal prep in the afternoon. And that just kind of works for our family. Everyone's a little bit different. You might want to do it on Monday when your family is or your kids are in school and your husband's at work. Whatever works for your family is what works for you. But set aside those times and mark it out as an appointment in your calendar because your family is important, your health is important, and your stress is important. And meal planning, grocery shopping, and doing some light prep is really going to help you with that. So do you have any tips on meal planning for back to school? If you have your own tips, I would love to hear your thoughts over in the Healthy Mama Life community. If you don't know what the Healthy Mama Life community is, it's a community I have on Facebook. I share podcast episodes, blog posts. I post questions. I share Wellness Wednesday posts. You just have to go to facebook.com slash group slash Healthy Mama Life to join. It is free. It is just a place where you can connect with other mamas um, who want to live healthier, more balanced lives. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that is you, especially if you've gotten this far through the podcast. And friends, do not forget the Super Mama Society is open for registration through September 15th only, and it closes until the end of December. The Super Mama Society is my inner circle. It's a membership program designed to empower moms to live their happiest, healthiest lives beyond diets. You get access to monthly nutrition coaching videos by me on topics that you want to learn about. It is all community driven. So these are things like meal planning and meal prep, stress and emotional eating, which is a huge topic, how to balance hunger hormones and choose meals that are actually satisfying, how to make dinner happen in 15 minutes, how to boost your family's immune system um, and In September, we are talking all about lunches, lunches for moms, lunches for kids, and how to make um, that that area of our life just that much less stressful. There's two brand new ebooks in the community um, because you get access to my full ebook and printable library, which includes meal planning printables, my power pantry guide, um, brand new lunchbox guide, 15 minute dinners, make ahead lunches, so much more. You also get free entry into my intuitive Mama five-day online program, which is available for download only to Super Mama Society members. And um, you also get podcast-style audio lessons just like this in depth. And they're on things like nutrition, mindset, intuitive eating. Um, You'll also get exclusive seasonal recipes. There are member-exclusive recipes you will not find anywhere else on the internet, as well as 50-plus more. I'm always adding more recipes um, from various programs I had, from the blog, um, in addition to the members-only recipes. And every month, I do a live Q&A session where you can ask me all of the questions you have on simplifying living your healthiest mama life, intuitive eating, mindset, whatever is on your mind. I think that's the biggest benefit of the Super Mama Society is that you you get access to me as a coach at a price that works for your family. No matter what stage of motherhood you're in or knowledge of nutrition you have, the Super Mama Society is designed to take the guesswork out of nutrition and create a healthier, happier relationship with food for yourself and your family. You can join monthly um, for less than $15, quarterly, which is a brand new option we're offering um, because it's only offered three times a year. You can just purchase a quarterly membership, which is three months, um, or yearly. And yearly has some awesome benefits like a free Healthy Mama meal planner and access to my Healthy Mama meal prep program, which is an $89 program. So it's a huge value. So if you're interested, you want to learn more, head to supermamasociety.com to learn more, to join. 
And uh, that is what I have for today. Friends, that is a wrap of part two of my meal planning series, or sorry, my back to school series all about meal planning. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, share with us in the Healthy Mama Life community if you have your own tips. I love gaining more tips from other mamas. I know I'm not the only one who has struggled with meal planning and found tactics to make it a lot more simple. So I will see you later this week for part three, all about packing healthy school lunches without stress. Thank you, friends, so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I truly hope it encouraged and inspired you today to live a healthier life without restriction. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you do me a huge favor and give it a star rating and review in iTunes? Every rating, review, and subscribe helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear it. You can find me, Kristen, on Instagram and Facebook at HealthyMamaChris or on my website, HealthyMamaChris.com. And don't forget to join us in the newly launched Supermama Society, a monthly membership to help you tune in to your intuition and nourish yourself without restriction to live like the Supermama I know you are. As a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are intended for information and inspiration only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friends.